We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder. E is for... Danger! And, uh... Dodge. With... Monster. Help! Love me and be... Please help! Yeah. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. Welcome to the Danger and Sarge Holiday Special 2022. Joining me tonight for this yearly roundup of all things Danger and Sarge is Danger, Danger. is not El. <laughs> his name is Lambert. And then we have the Grinch, a.k.a. Monster. Hello, Monster. How are you? Howdy. How is everybody? <laughs> so I'm Mary, fine in case we care. I'm fine. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Fishmas. You know, I was thinking about changing the name to like Danger Sergeant Monster, but then our like initials would be like, you know, DS and M, and that just doesn't sound like anything that people would want to look up. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going no. on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some uh, some other connotations that could come out of uh DS and M. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. So if you're joining us tonight, quick rundown of what's gonna happen. We're gonna talk about some uh, musty Christmas movies. Uh, Monster is going to hit his top five Simpsons episode. Danger has a game for us. We're going to open some presents that we got for each other. I hope they're all appropriate for all ages. We're going to find out. I think my And and, uh, then we're going to introduce you to a new show coming up next season to go with season four of the Is4 podcast. Yes, season four of the Is4 podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcasting site. Just look in Danger and Sarge. You'll find it. Uh, it's called Tales from Reddit. It's where we peruse Reddit, and well, I peruse Reddit, and I find stuff, uh, questions that people have asked that we're going to try to answer. So you're going to get a taste of that tonight. So, Yay. without further ado, we're going to go ahead and knock out Monsters Top 5 Simpsons episodes. I got to put on my hat. One second. Yes, your accoutrement. <laughs> And and I know people can't see it really well, but this is my Star Wars Christmas sweater. It's pretty cool. I have on a uh, a turtleneck. He can't see it beneath the beard, but and I tuck the <laughs> turtleneck in because turtlenecks suck. It feels you... like you're being strangled by a really weak man. And Sarge, if you turned the hat around to where we couldn't see Yoda, I would think you were wearing a a uh, Hanukkah Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Monster, you want to go with your oh sorry. Sorry, no, Sarge. No, Santa no, Sarge. You're good. You're good. You're good. I was just gonna I was gonna redirect, so I threw out a so I shouldn't have thrown out. All yeah. right. Well not the first time. Yeah. Let's hear it, Monster. Top five Simpsons Christmas specials. Yeah, so uh for anybody that's listened to our show a couple of times, you know I'm a big Simpsons nerd. And um the Simpsons are no stranger to Christmas specials and they've done several. In fact, they've even done a few I've never even seen before. Um, but I, I narrowed down my top five and I'll just kind of go through them kind of quick here. But, uh, number five is miracle on evergreen terrace from season nine. Um, this one's a pretty funny one. Uh, basically, Bart accidentally sets the Christmas tree on fire and he claims that, um, you know, he, he tries to say that it was an accident and all this stuff. And so the town just outpours all this love and support. And, um, 
of course, it's a big fat lie, and eventually the town finds out, and they turn on the Simpsons, and hilarity ensues. Um, number four, uh, very clever title. It's Grift of the Magi. So this one is essentially, uh, it, it sort of plays on the consumerism of the Christmas season, and it's all about this toy called Funzo, which is basically a play on Furby. And there's this whole funny thing about Mr. Burns and Homer, and it, it's a fun one. It, it, Gary Coleman has a, a real small cameo in it, and it's a cute little episode. Um, those two are fine. Now, the top three, these are just classic Simpsons episodes. Uh, number three, I've got Skinner's Sense of Snow. So this is one of those ones where Principal Skinner, there's a snowstorm coming through, and Principal Skinner decides to keep Springfield Elementary open. So all the kids show up to school, but they can't get out because of this huge snowstorm. So this is the one that has this really funny moment between Homer and Ned Flanders as they try to rescue the kids out of the school. Homer starts hallucinating. There's an incredible scene where, completely out of context, just think about this for a minute. Principal Skinner is tied up in a sack, and he tells a hamster, quick, chew through my ball sack. Just let that sit there for a moment. Okay, number two, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Now, for anybody that's watched The Simpsons at all, they would know that this is the first episode ever. Season one, episode one was a Christmas special. And it just it was a great introduction into the um just just the the characters and the love that the Simpsons, you know go on to have and then my absolute number one favorite christmas episode is marge be not proud and in this one it's right around christmas time bart gets caught stealing a video game from the try and save and it it ends with uh, no spoilers it ends with this incredibly beautiful heartwarming moment um it's season seven episode 11 which is right in that like heyday of the simpsons if if you what, only watch one, watch that one. What year was that? Uh, that would have been probably season seven. That was late nineties. Yeah, like mid to late nineties. Yeah, that was where it, Bart it, had a picture taken and put it on the. Yeah, so it's been since, twenty plus years. I don't think you have to say spoiler warning. I mean, if you haven't seen a Christmas special of the okay. Simpsons yet, yeah, I think <laughs> you're gonna be okay. Okay, well, essentially, like Sarge said, Bart steals a video game. There's this whole thing about he's growing up. He's not Marge's little boy anymore. And so as a Christmas surprise, he takes this really nice picture of himself to add to the family picture. And he kind of hides it. And Marge thinks he stole something else. And it's this really heartwarming moment. And uh, it's, it's not... In my opinion, it's not only the best Christmas episode, but it's probably top ten Simpsons episodes of all time. He didn't steal Skinner's ball sack, did he? No, no. I will say, just make just. I didn't know if it was like a a a callback. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Skinner's sense of snow is one of the 
funniest episodes in the Simpsons catalog, but Marge Be Not Proud is one of those great classic episodes that's funny, it's heartwarming, it's emotional, it's it's the Simpsons kind of at their peak. So I wanted to ask you, did have they ever said exactly where Springfield is? Have Absolutely not. No, they have yeah, not. Okay. Uh, just know, like well, I, I, just, I know okay go on. <laughs> i was just gonna say like nightmare on elm street most towns have an elm street most states have a springfield and i don't know if it is the most the most used city name i'm not sure but i know it is in one of the highest ones so that that's why they did that well i know that like most well, not most, but I know that, like, you know, there's a lot of states that, you know, Skinner's move of not canceling school when there's a giant snowstorm coming would not, you know, parents wouldn't bat an eye at it because in Michigan, they'll go still go to school with, like, eight feet of snow. And, well, let's not, well, let's not forget there are Simpsons episodes where there are feet of snow, but they are also at some degree up against that uh, ocean border. Mm-hmm. So mountains, um, mountains separating Shelbyville. So you, yep. you take your pick on exactly where Springfield is located. Well, I, the feet of snow in my head, there's definitely feet involved and less like height of snow, but you know, all snow accumulation is just acceptable flooding anyway. So <laughs> Yeah. It's it's very yeah. slow fu- flooding. Yes, right. The right. opposite so, of flash flooding. I forget yes. what season it was, but we went over movies. It's dimmer flood. I don't know what season it was, but we went over movies that should be Christmas movies, but aren't Christmas movies. We had our own little guideline. We're not going to really get into that, but we are going to talk about Christmas movies. You should probably see. Uh, so we're going to go top three. I'll go first. I think my top three go-to Christmas movies, uh, is, uh, the first Die Hard movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I, yep. I think, I think that's, that's one of mine. Uh, Christmas Vacation, of course, with Chevy Chase. I, one. I may not watch it all the time, but when I do watch it, I know almost all of the, uh, words to Lines. it. Yeah. Um, and, uh. Believe it or not, the second Die Hard movie is one of my go-to Christmas movies. So wait, 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 wait. So according to your list, number three is the first Die Hard. Number two is is Christmas vacation, and number one is Die Hard Two. Yes. Okay. I mean, that is that to me. That is like the Bruce Willis. You know, when Bruce Willis. Was famous before he did, of course, before he did Die Hard. He did Die Hard. He became even more famous. And then they let him get away with a lot of crap in the second movie, which I I really loved. Like, Yeah, I totally, love the second one. I mean, terrorists taking over a tower is totally plausible, but a, mil- a rogue military unit hijacking the, 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 the an airport in LaGuardia or wherever it was. I, I mean, think it was LaGuardia. I mean, it's like, come on now, that is not realistic in the least. Well, not to but, be a Scrooge, but I've never seen Die Hard 2. It's okay. It's a great right, movie. Let someone die with an icicle in their eye. Die Hard 2 is great. The third one, the best part about it was Sam Jackson. And then after that, you could just pretty much never watch them, and it's okay. No, that's not true at all. <laughs> you and I will go outside and fight over that one. It's going to be a drive. 
for us to That's, fight. It's it's worth then, it. No, I no, I know stay I'll lose. Tuned, but... Stay tuned. Eventually, one of them will reach the other one. <laughs> <laughs> just watch, just watch our screens and see like where we enter. <laughs> if somebody disappears and then about half an hour later reappears on someone else's camera, there's hey, a problem. That that's fantastic. Yeah. So before we right. move on to uh, Danger's top three, uh, if you're in chat, you're watching, you're listening, uh, let us know. Give us your thoughts. Give us your feedback. Stuff like that. We we do need that to further here. our next uh, next season of the Is for Podcast. All right. So Danger the Naughty Elf. Let's okay. uh, let's get your top uh, three. I mean, I'm rather I'm I'm rather large for an elf, but all right. Um, you are so, very. You are the tallest elf I've ever seen. That is for sure. Yeah, I'm a. I'm, I'm like a tall baby. Um, all right. So <laughs> there, it, it's not in any particular order, but there are three Christmas movies that kind of are at the top of my list, like that I need to watch every year. And usually, Christmas Vacation comes Christmas or Thanksgiving night because, um, as I have been very vocal about in the past, you don't do Christmas before Thanksgiving. You give Thanksgiving its time. All right. Mm -hmm. And the Thanksgiving movie we all should watch is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great movie. Yeah. Which uh, the movie Due Date with Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr. was just a Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's all it really was. But anyway. Okay. So then uh, Home Alone. Love Home Alone. And um, usually Home Alone is followed by Home Alone 2. Um, Those are kind of interchangeable. I don't need to watch one to watch the other. But Home Alone 3 never, never gets played on my TV. No, <clears throat> and there's a fourth one. one, which is just oh, terrible. The less said, the better. Yes. yes, yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, because uh, yeah, that one's just a dog turd. But anyway, uh, and then uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, because uh, in the great words of uh, Johnny Depp, nobody makes fun of Tim Allen on my watch. Oh, no, no, no. I just I've loved that movie since I was a kid. Always have. Um. Saw it in theaters with my uncle, and uh, yeah, great movie. Love it. So those are my top three, possibly four. Just kind of depends on if you want to count Home Alone as as a single movie or a double feature. And, and I grew up watching Home Improvement, so I have a soft spot for Tim Allen, so mm, I agree. Yeah. Santa Claus is, is good. Yeah. That's a good one. But outside of Christmas movies, the, uh, the lady and I started a tradition before uh, – I don't know, two years ago, where we actually watch 90s sitcom, you know, Christmas episodes during December leading up to Christmas. And we actually watched the the Home Alone one the other night. So not the Home Alone, like one of the, I think they had like, I don't know, four or five. Well, I gave you five great episodes from a 90s TV show that you can watch. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you have a suggestion... Go for it, but The Simpsons <laughs> probably isn't going to be at the top of the list. Just, just oh. Yeah. did you know that now there is a um short series of the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? I do. I saw I saw um a little bit of it while I was up in Pennsylvania visiting some family, and it's cute. It's it's really cute. It's it's got some pretty funny cameos. Um, it's just good to know that Tim Allen's still working. Oh yeah. He's he's awesome. Is he? All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Do you have a top three movies for Christmas? So I am a little bit of a child at heart. 
And my top three, I don't know if you want to call them movies. I don't know if you want to call them specials. I don't know if you want to. <laughs> what does all that mean? What are you just, doing? Just, just, a, just, little, just a little, little bit. Of a child. Yeah. Just a oh. little bit of a child. Stop it. And, um, and I wouldn't even say at heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my top three. Um, and also, I think I've said this on the show before. I love animation and claymation and stop motion animation, all that stuff. So number three, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nicely done. Yep. Um, the Island of Misfit Toys, Yukon Cornelius, the Abominable Snowman. It's iconic. Um, number two, uh, The Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Boris Karloff does the voice. Yep. The great music. What's not I'm to just- love? Just the narrator, right? His yeah, just the narrator is, he... is great. Okay. Well, n- well, no, he is the voice of the Grinch. Um, the Grinch, actually, if you go back and watch, doesn't say much. It's mostly no. narrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but then number one, my absolute all-time favorite, uh, watch it every year, listen to the soundtrack all month long, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Uh... I love that soundtrack. Actually, I love the, yeah. But every everything about that, I love that it is the music's great. Uh, the Vince Gallardi trio does the music. Um, the animation's great. The story behind it's great, and it's one of the few Christmas specials that actually talks about Jesus. Like it doesn't it doesn't get real in the weeds about it. It doesn't go in depth, but it's one of the few that actually acknowledges like, oh. There's kind of a biblical reason we celebrate Christmas. <laughs> so Vince Guaraldi Trio did the music for Charlie Brown specials for years. Yes. I think I think the last mm-hmm. one he did was like it's the Great Easter Egg Hunt or Great uh-huh. Easter Egg Charlie Brown. Yeah, uh, and then he actually uh, died of a heart attack, like walking across the floor the day after he recorded that. Yeah, oh. really sad. It's really sad. But no, that that uh, that. Um, soundtrack for that christmas special is just so good so i love it i love it so i will say if you guys are looking for a new movie to watch it hasn't made it to my top three yet but it's definitely in my top 10 it is the guardians of the galaxy christmas Mm. special 45 minutes long totally worth it totally worth it so okay i watched it the other day the first like 10 minutes just didn't get me but it's like once they introduced, I think it was uh, like once they were on like a mission or whatever, like to go get um, old Mr. Footloose. Um, yes. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I was on board and I, I enjoyed the rest of it. But yeah, that first that first the band, the first five minutes, the band plays the best Christmas song ooh, ooh. ever. What is it? Old oh, 97's fun. name of the band? Or yeah, yeah. Called? So yeah. so that's a legit band, the old 97s that James Gunn was just like a fan of and friends of. And so he was like, hey, will y'all do this song? And they were like, yeah, if we can look like aliens and yep. be in it. And they're like, hell yeah, come on down, you know. <laughs> um, I watched it too. I watched it uh, again up in Pennsylvania. And and uh, I'm, in betw- I'm, I'm between you two. I thought it was good. No, you're but below. I did... Actually, but all right, go on. <laughs> all right, I gotta go. No, um, oh. thank you, thank oh. you. Um, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Um, Mantis and Drax are probably probably the married my least... couple. 
Well, they're probably my least two favorite of the Guardians. So I, I would have much preferred, but there's probably a budgetary or there's probably other reasons why those were the two they went with. But um, also they were the most awkward on earth. So I see why they would do that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It was good. It was fun. Like, like Daniel said, it was fun. Um, no the, real issue with it. It was fun. Yeah. If, I, mean, yeah, if I was to walk downstairs, it would be on television. It would side. It would like sidetrack me from what I was doing just to watch it. And it's, it's short enough that yes. like you, you're not losing anything by sitting down and watching it. It's got a few laughs. It's it's not bad. All right. Are you ready, Monster? For what? Oh, oh, Let's oh, open up oh. your gifts. Yeah, I, okay, Ooh, I was going to say. Okay. Do you All right. Who should I open first? Whoever you want. Pick your favorite dealers, and just open it. Okay, dealers choice. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to make it a favorite thing, but, you know. All right. Dangers, Dangers is a little Half. bit smaller, so Mine. it came in yeah. this really I'm the cute... favorite here. Oh, my God. We can't see it because of the background that you got. Yeah, we just talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Hold on. He's got to Maybe. touch his computer, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to touch it, it real good. He's it might be All right. All right. All right. Hey! All right. Every everybody can see into the clawfish. Okay, this was the really nice box. Oh, um, nice! Came from Walmart for a, a, a nice three forty-seven. Uh, you know I, I found it in my basement in the 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 uh, the wrapping corner that we have with all of well, our wrapping paper. So. Well, just getting ready to say thank you. We will reuse this every <laughs> Christmas until I notice <laughs> that he put my name on it. So okay. Guess what I marked out? Somebody else's name. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, not the price, because the price is still right there. Okay, yeah. all right. No no, no spoilers here. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Let's see here. All right, all right. It's a, it's it's a, a nice tutu you got up there. No, I, I, love, I love the tutu. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is a, a beautiful leather, leather face. face. Oh, yeah. I, I don't have a ton... I have a, a a couple of the smaller ones, and I only have one other one of this size. Can you guess who it is? Ash. You got it. This will go perfect next to my Ash. This is awesome. Thank you. I figured if you, I almost got you an Ash, but then I was like, ah, he probably. There's a good chance he already has one. He can I, kiss uh, my Ash. Yeah. Wow. You are the Evil Dead. Easy there, Scrooge. Okay. <laughs> hey, hang on. Hang on. You stop it, sir. <laughs> you don't tell me what to do. All right, all right. So let's see here. Um, all right, I, I'm going to be honest. This one is from Sarge, and I am genuinely nervous to open this. Why? Is it making well, noise? It makes a little noise when I shake it. Um, how how much did you shake it before? Now <laughs> I had to make sure it wasn't an explosive. I am going to grab just that line from you, by the way. It makes some noise when I shake it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it's a repurposed box. Don't think anything of it. Well, was, I'm did about it, it. Was it something that came to, to Sarge? <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, it's several gifts. Okay, watch oh. out now. Okay, well, I wish I would have seen this sooner. Okay. Bear with me. I'm bearing. I can hardly bear it. As long as you can grin and bear it. 
uh, a Spooderman Santa hat. Oh, those aren't <laughs> prescription, are they? <laughs> oh. Oh, and he flashes. <laughs> oh, yes. That is the light. Yes. It's a projector. He can't hear anything. It's a projector. I know. Oh. A nutcracker. Okay, I wasn't aware that this was a multifaceted gift. This is. By the way, that thing you flashed there, it puts a picture on the wall. So, is it a nightlight of sorts or just kinda? It's something you can give to your kids. They can like like look, it's Christmas. Hey, I'm gonna put this on my wrist. So this is happening the entire no, no, time. No, you're not. No, 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 don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> what so okay, all right. What so what am I shining here? Ooh, it's a Christmas tree. Okay, that's awesome. All right. And we're not done because there's still mm. more. Oh um Sarge, I uh, let me go ahead and tell you, I didn't get you anything like okay. this. Okay, it's it's, right. it's to show my support for three seasons of what the fuck are we doing? That's fair. That's that's fair. <laughs> this was a train ride that I started that you all jumped on, and you're like, "Oh my god, the conductor's down!" Oh no, my like... god, yeah. this is beautiful. Okay, so. Mm. A combination of Jason Voorhees and cats. Sarge, are we soulmates? This is no. Wow. Okay. All right. And this one is obviously something similar. That one was hard to find. That I... one you're opening up right there was hard to find. Well, I've never seen the other one either. So. Oh man. Well. Needless to say, if you've listened to one episode of this stinking yeah. show, you know my love for you is your universal monsters. Golly, this is actually and and uh danger will know his lovely fiance made a t-shirt with this exact same artwork on on she it did, for me. But it's black I and white. Does but this particular piece is one of my favorite things because it has all of them on it, including the invisible man. And that is... Can you see him? <laughs> How do you know he's there? Yes, because he has the head wrap on. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know what well, to say, man. That's fantastic. Thank you. Well, Danger... Yes. Danger has a game for us. Don't I have a game. Yes, I you do. Did, well, what is your game? You put a lot of heart and soul into this game, and we're probably going to get frustrated and deep sigh a bunch. Probably, but... I wouldn't say hard work was a thing um, in, <laughs> in what I did or any of these. So the game does not have a name, but if I had to come up with a name, it would be Hallmark Movie Suck. Because <laughs> in this game, what I'm going to do is we're going to do, let's say, uh, yeah, we're going to do three movies. Okay, oh God. just three, three of us, three movies. And I'm going to give you a title and you must pick three plot points within the plot description. Now, I need both of you to put yourself in the Hallmark mindset 
with a little less apple orchard because I don't know of an apple orchard in any of these. I don't, you know, there might be in the movie itself, but I haven't watched any of them. So, you know, but I find Hallmark movies endlessly entertaining. No, um, endlessly entertaining to make fun of and talk about more than I actually watch. So, oh, monster, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Sarge, are you ready? I'm going to sorely disappoint you. No, there there is no disappointment because these movies were a disappointment upon uh, society. And so you can't disappoint me more than the Hallmark movies have. So, uh, yeah, they flash. They, they flash. Well, they flash at different rates. It, it, oh. It's got different modes. He's excited. It's adjustable. Um, all right. So the first movie. And Sarge, you're going to go first. Okay. And then Monster, you'll go. The first okay. movie is called A Christmas Class Reunion. Okay, so yeah, they're all dumb. So, so the the so the 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 leading actress, right? Yes. Uh, she walked in on her husband and the house cleaner, the house cleaning lady, and um, they got a real messy divorce. Right, even even after he offered her a a a a threesome, right, real awkward divorce. She moved back to town with her uh, to to her family's farm, and uh, she fell in love with the stable boy. And uh, the stable boy has no ambition other than shovel horse shit, and she found the simple life out in the middle of the country is what works for her. Of course, they live happily ever after. Right? Okay, to black. so. So what in that was Christmas class or reuniting of any kind? It's Monster. Hallmark. It's always about Christmas. All right, fine. Monster, go. Okay. A Christmas class reunion. Okay. So a uh, a woman who recently went through a messy divorce comes to her class reunion to find the really scrawny, nerdy dork who had a crush on her when they were in high school has suddenly become the owner CEO of a fortune 100, 500 company, 100, 500 company. Okay. A fortune 500 company okay. who has incredible 401k numbers and is a big shot celebrity. Handsome as all get out a jaw to kill for. And she falls in love with him because he still has that high school crush. So you're saying his jawline is as good as his 401k? Possibly better. Okay. Wow, uh, impressive. So out of you two, I'm going to say monster one because now, <laughs> <laughs> because because just for the simple fact that it's called a Christmas class reunion and monster's answer had something to do with a high school. <laughs> I told you, I'm disappoint you. Oh, no, no, no. You can't disappoint me here. All right. So, plot description. Valedictorian L is determined to host a perfect 15-year high school reunion because 15 years is uh, is the high school reunion marker. So, 15-year uh, high school reunion. She's looking forward to seeing her high school crush, Cam. And that's Cam with a K. K-A-M. Oh, uh, my God. She, oh, Lord. Yeah. But she finds... Unexpected support in Bad Boy Devin. Ooh. I should have known there was two. Kristen, would you watch a high school or a Christmas class reunion? Because I won't. But all right. Is uh, there a next. way for me to respond? 
Uh, I, I, I'm typing it in the chat. Okay, you know, okay, if, okay. If, if you go to one of the Facebook pages, if you go to the Facebook page, you can chime in there too. Okay. So and, if you guys are watching and you want to chime in, just chime on in. We yeah, encourage audience participation. If somebody wants to offer their plot synopsis, then by all means, go for it. Um, Kristen, I think you might be the only one commenting, so go for it. All right. <laughs> so, so, Monster, because you might be you the won, only one watching. No, there's three might... people watching. Okay. Yeah, all oh, three. Oh, wow. Go. Double that right. number. Double one is two? I said three. what I said. Okay, anyway. <laughs> all well, right. Adam Honeycutt oh. says, you know why Hallmark movies don't take place in the South? Why? And be quick with your answer. Okay. Well, well I'll get your answer after monster who won that first <laughs> round is going to talk is going to be the the first one to go for the second round are you ready to give me your plot synopsis remember three points just three three things just get three plot points right of a royal corgi christmas oh my <laughs> god okay a royal corgi <laughs> christmas yep okay a woman who just recently went through a messy divorce decides that she wants to have the perfect Christmas for her little angel corgi dog. So she decides to put out flyers because obviously a dog is going to see a flyer on a telephone pole or a fire hydrant where it's going to go pee pee and will want to RSVP to this party. So she throws this incredible dog themed Christmas party for her corgi where the her corgi specifically falls in love with a much larger Dalmatian dog. But gender roles be damned, species roles be damned. They fall in love. They have immaculately beautiful puppies, and they all live happily ever after. Also, the Dalmatian owner happens to be a very chiseled firefighter with a chin that could cut glass, and the Corgi's mother falls in love with him as well. Am I close? Whew. You got Corgi. <laughs> yes! <laughs> All right. Sarge, take a stab. Oh, get those disappointment take... gloves on. Here we go. So, Taking a stab would be more enjoyable than watching a Hallmark movie. All right, go. Getting stabbed would be more enjoyable. Okay. I don't know, but I want to watch these movies that we're talking about, like the, the plots that you guys are giving me. So, a, a neurosurgeon who failed to save her elderly friend patient, right? <laughs> um, um, has to take a sabbatical from work because she's not dealing with it well. And she ends up going overseas, right? She always wanted to take a holiday in London. So she goes overseas, right? And then as she's walking down down through the streets of London, this little corgi puppy runs past her. And she's like, oh, my God, a corgi puppy. Like, jumps out, saves it. And next thing you know, this guy who's, like, tall and muscular, he's got, like, ripped, you know, ripped abs and broad chest, chiseled chin, right? Like It's the, all about the chin. They all, all have a good chin, chin. Right. Uh, he's like, oh, thanks for saving the you know dog. My mom would be upset, yada, 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 if something happened to the dog. And then fast forward towards the end, it's like, oh, my God, he's the prince, and his mom's the queen, and like that's her corgi, and oh, they live happily ever after. There you go. All right. Um, 
I'm just gonna read Kristen's response. Yeah. I think Kristen, I think Kristen got it right. Uh. A, a widow who has become a cat woman <laughs> um, has one of her precious cats escape and is chased up a tree by a corgi. She goes to confront the owner, who is obviously a gorgeous Christmas tree stand owner. They fall in love with an incredible jawline. Yes, yes it's he's got all have about the, that. And the strong, yeah. firm hands that never have seen work in their life. Okay, so I guess everybody gets a point because everybody got Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, out of that, I would say Sarge because he uh, he put it in at least the right country. And I already know that because of a detail in the plot point. But should I give you the point? Because it does not say where it is, but you did say across the pond yeah. to England. So Okay, right. yeah, he, he wins that round for sure. And Adam says... Uh, you know why Hallmark movies don't take place in the South? Because snow isn't magical in the South. It's scary as shit and causes fights. <laughs> causes fights. All right. Well, that's okay. And and Adam, just to clarify, that's because in the South we don't get a lot of snow. We get a lot of ice and sleet and slush, which is way harder to deal with. <laughs> true. True. All right. So a Christmas corgi. Prince Edmund hopes to win his mother's love back with the gift of an adorable but unruly corgi. He hires American dog trainer Cicely to make the corgi presentable for the annual Christmas ball. An you guys American are given... drug dog trainer named Cicely. Yes, yes. Like Is the that a... Italian city Sicily. Yes, that's actually closer to, to where this is happening than... And I assume it's, it's in England because um, it's royal... And in in American movies, the only royalty is always uh, the British. Can can you clarify? Is Sicily male or female? I'm going to assume female. I mean, because there's I, probably I a love thing there too, right? I mean, bold assumption. Oh, well, love triangle between him, Sicily, and his own mother. I was going to say the corgi, but that's not on Hallmark. That's on a different uh, Cinemax After Dark. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if Sicily's a guy, then, uh, you know, they're already, you know, crossing the lines. Okay, on to the next movie. How woke. Okay. So, all right. We're going to go. Sarge, since you got closer than Monster did. (laughs) That's not saying much. No, it's not. Um, But I'm enjoying your movies better than these. Uh, All right. Tell me the plot of good morning christmas in it's got an exclamation point on it so good morning christmas okay good morning christmas all right hallmark movie right yes so um good morning christmas is about a um about a a um a a younger soldier who's just done his like third tour in iraq and he gets blown up and he's doing rehabilitation over uh you know to get better into va hospitals and all he wants to do is like go home for christmas so he like call, tries to call his parents but he can't get through and he doesn't have any money so he ends up doing his, like hitchhiking his 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 injured ass away across country and then like liberty snick it's a series of unfortunate events kind of like dutch this has got a little bit of comedy in it so like kind of like dutch you know hitchhiking and all that stuff um so would you say hallmark hilarity yes yeah, so okay. finally, okay. finally, he like makes it home as his mom's like, the only thing that would make this better is if my son was here. And all of a sudden it's like, knock, 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 knock. And he's like at the door. So there you have it. 
Monster. Okay. So this woman who just recently went through a messy divorce <laughs> is going back to her hometown <laughs> to visit her family. While she's there, she runs into two guys that she knew from a previous when she was younger. One of them is kind of the kind of rednecky, kind of like country bumpkin, just real simple kind of guy. The other guy is the owner of a Fortune 500 company who has a <laughs> beautiful 401k and unbelievable chin. And she kind of has it for both of them. But after she spends a little bit of time with her family and learns the true value of family and Christmas and what Christmas is all about, she realizes that the more down-to-earth country guy is the one that she should be with. And then she starts a family with that guy and has her own incredible Christmas morning with her own kids, with her new husband, and from her previous marriage because the kids get along and everyone is happy. Do you know what? I'm going to defer the victory to him. <laughs> okay, you don't even have to read the plot because it's not. I'm not going to care after that, Be right? What, because because every one of his had the theme of a messy divorce. I mean, but it's so true. A messy divorce and a man with a good chin. Every Hallmark and movie a has it. five hundred and a four hundred one k. Don't know he's rich. <laughs> All right, so. Good morning, Christmas is actually neither one of you got that. Both of you lost it horribly. But fair, you enough, know what? fair enough. All right. So, two squabbling TV hosts are sent to a festive small town over Christmas. While pretending to get along for the sake of appearance, they discover there's more to each other than <gasps> they thought. Uh, yeah, Kristen's right. It does capture your your messy <laughs> divorce does capture the essence of them. Um, yeah. So, okay. Neither one of you got that last one. Uh, thanks for flipping us around again. So neither one of you got got that last one. But do you have another one? You, no. Well, I could do one more. We could do a tiebreaker. No, okay. no, I don't want to tie. He he can win. No, I think we should do one. No. More. <laughs> okay. If we know Adam and Kristen are watching, which thank you. Uh, if you guys would like to hear one more, let us know before we move on. I'm going to delay this as long as I can. <laughs> and if there's anybody watching that doesn't have the same last name as one of the three hosts, that would also be awesome to know. <laughs> hey, okay. Hey. Perfect. All right, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Now I'm going to sign hey, off. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So we will do... I need... You guys to tell me what gingerbread miracle is about. Ooh. Gingerbread miracle. And uh Monster, you seem more excited about this than Sarge. So Sarge, you get to go first. <laughs> gingerbread miracle. The Hallmark movie, gingerbread yes. miracle. Gingerbread miracle. So what this is and about. I can tell you, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you before you get started, Monster. There's a picture of the uh of the guy. That's a damn good jawline. That's a so Chin for days. And no. this movie... This no, that's movie, Jay Leno. This movie is about the gingerbread man and his and, and, and his and his quest to find his love. Like, he's lost all of his passion. You know, they broke his legs. The prince broke his legs. The royal ice cream to put them back together wasn't helping. None of the other woodland creatures could help him. And he went and drowned himself in a cup of milk. There you go. There's your movie. 
It's not a Christmas horror. It's not a it Hallmark today. horror. It also doesn't take place in the Shrek universe, but you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Monster, give me yours. All right. Let's, uh, let's go for it. So, a woman oh. living in New York City. Oh, changed it. Whoa. Oh. Do I need oh. to stop? Do I need to wait? No. Okay. No. Okay. Continue. Please continue. We've got New York City. Okay. A woman living in New York City who just went through a messy divorce decides <laughs> to move back to her hometown in the Middle East. Um, <laughs> there, she decides to open up a bakery where she specializes in gingerbread men. She has some customers that start to come in, including an old flame from her high school days, a really tall, dark, handsome guy with an incredible jawline and a beautiful 401k. She hits it off with him. He turns out he's more than just good looks. And he she bakes him this gingerbread man that he absolutely devours. It's delicious. She He loves it. Next thing you know, he asks her out for coffee. They hit it off. Things go well. Turns out he's married. So... As the plot thickens, turns out him and his wife are actually kind of on the rocks. So they end up having a divorce and she's there to be the shoulder for him to lean on. Nobody does anything unsavory. Everything happens. It's okay. The ex-wife gives her blessings. The woman oh. and the man with the 401k and the jaw to kill marry happily ever after. Okay. So since Monster said gingerbread, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> I said gingerbread. Did you? Everything I'm saying, man. everything I'm saying, would make for an incredible movie, and you know it. Ugh. I don't know about incredible, but it would make a movie. A a movie. I won't even say watchable, but a movie. Yes. I mean, it's a hallmark date. You you could come up there and be like, it's about a brother and a sister who find love, and you like, you know, you get to do the whole thing, and they're like, okay. Here's your money. Look, and then you're look. like, they're like, well, each other. They love each other because they're from West Virginia, and they're like, now I, eh, I it's okay. I can't name it Monsters Movie Channel because that gives a certain implication. But L Kristen would at least be a subscriber to my streaming channel because she's totally into it. Okay, See? all right. So Katie says the gingerbread yeah. man is lonely because his legs were eaten off by the gingerbread man. And gingerbread woman left him, then got new legs and ran off with the gingerbread man's <laughs> life. So, so, whoa, 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 whoa. So we, we have a we have but, a, a woman a, a lesbian uh, relationship here. But Katie, Katie, I want to know. You say the gingerbread man is lonely because his legs were eaten off by the gingerbread man. Did he eat his own legs? Cannibalism. So while she's typing that out, why don't you open your presents there, uh, there, uh, Mr. Well, Dayton. hang on. Let me, Hold on. Well, let me just, okay, be, right. before we but go further, you, let me just say, a you, film that involves cannibalism and lesbianism sounds like the kind of movie that would be on Monsters Movie Channel. So, Katie, I appreciate you chiming in with that one. <laughs> do you guys want the movie plot or do you want to wait uh, for Katie's answer uh, here? Go ahead and tell us the actual plot. Yeah. Uh, the, the Baker, Baker Man, man. that's Gingerbread Man. Ah, okay, okay. fair okay. enough, fair enough. Sorry, all right, yeah, okay, that I'd watch it. All right, so then, all right, um, uh, uh, Gingerbread Miracle two old friends from high school work together over Christmas to sell his uncle's Mexican bakery, famous for its magical gingerbread cookies that Grant wishes. Yeah, I liked your descriptions better, but all right, all right. <laughs> So, uh, presents. All right. So, we're going to go Sarge 
Sarge's present first because it was closer to me. Um, yeah. And mine's also jingling. <laughs> it's a repurposed box. Hey, that recycle. Hey, I know how that feels. <laughs> and and it was something that did come to Sarge originally. Yes, it did. <laughs> All right. I was going to use Gorilla Tape on somebody's, but I decided against it. I appreciate that. Oh, oh, more Santa hats. What do we have here? It's not fitting too good on my big head, but I'll take it. Yeah. What, what All right, we it? got a Batman. Ooh, very cool. We have a uh, Nutcracker. That... <laughs> um, a necklace. It has several settings. I learned uh, from you. Thank you. Hang on. We got to get the... There we go. All right. Are we going to turn on? Did you get the busted one? I did. <laughs> oh, there we go. There it is. Oh, man. Evidently, I'm not very good at pushing buttons. I got a projector as well. Um, this is a... Uh, well, Merry Christmas with Santa Claus and a Christmas tree. It's in a circle. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Can anybody see it back here? No, nah. you can't do nope. it there. Eh, yeah, okay, kind of. Cool. All right. And the, these wonderful prescription glasses. All right. And then we've got the, uh, the little things, the, uh, Uh, at first, I thought it was a loofah. Like, <laughs> why are you caring about my bathing? Hair ties. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Your hair's for, getting there, man. It, it is. There. It is. And then um, I got ginger or uh, jingle bell brass knuckle. Um, I don't. I don't know where mine went. Hold on. Here we go. A beard kit. Hey. Thanks, George. I mean, this, uh, I actually just ran out of some beard supplies, and I uh, was going to go to the store, but now I don't have to. Hey, see? I've got beard wash, beard balm, beard oil, beard growth serum, because this needs to grow more. Um, <laughs> scissors, a sack. A sack. Is it like Skinner's ball sack? Uh, all right. A comb, which is different than the brush, uh, and then a user manual in case I don't know how to use a beard. So, cool. <laughs> A user manual for the actual beard. That's awesome. <laughs> As right. someone who uh, has recently shaved his beard off, I do have a little bit of beard envy. So I go That's on. what she said. No, absolutely. Sarah is dying for this to come back because, yeah, it's I have a butt chin. I do not have a Hallmark chin. So no. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we are at. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm I've... sorry. I forgot a present. I got no. you. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't forget. Yeah, I got him something sorry. too. I there's, there's more than just this. Isn't your show? No, <laughs> I apologize. I'm excited. What? 
There's some heavy breathing going. I on. know, right? Do you need to be like, do you need to go jogging? <sighs> So, Thank you, Monster. so I spent a an absurd amount of time scrolling through Pearl Jam t-shirts. <laughs> That's actually quite an accomplishment. When I saw a cowboy on a shark, I said, okay, I don't know what relevance that has, but I love it. <laughs> I like it. It doesn't actually have any relevance. There's nothing about a cowboy and a shark in any of their songs. I was going to say, I'm pretty familiar with about three or four Pearl Jam records, and I know they have a lot more than that, so maybe yeah. I missed something, but... <laughs> you never, like, you never listen to Cowboy Shark? <laughs> Never. It that, sounds like a punk band. It does, actually. That's Eddie Vedder's <laughs> side project, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, all right, Sarge. So, ladies and gentlemen, next year to go with season four of the Is for Podcast and another season of Monstrous Midnight Musings, which he has been diligently working on recording, editing, and putting up for us to Does uh, anybody enjoy. Find those interesting there's actually these? there's actually a lot of listens to yours, which I'll get in that Ooh. here here before right before we get you know get done here. Okay, okay. Um so our new show is gonna be called Tales from Reddit. It's where I peruse through Reddit and all the other sub Reddit categories. And we find it's people a dangerous, asking questions. Dangerous place. Oh, it is a slippery slope, especially when you hit the <laughs> NSFW button. Ugh. Woo! Some of the stuff you get is not appropriate at all. Nope. Any setting. No, but um, that's where we exist, is in the uh, go yes. <laughs> So here's 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 a taste of what you can expect. Okay. These are gonna be like little five, ten minute shorts. So here's a little taste of what you all can right. expect. I, I can't do this. It's just it's in okay. my peripheral and yeah. So Iridescent126 asked, what is the saddest fictional character death for you? Are, so are go you ahead. At, go ahead. Oh, Danger. no, I came unplugged. Okay. So what the, is the saddest fictional character death for you, Danger? I have no heart. There is no... I, no there, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I don't really recall many... Uh, Stories where okay. uh, somebody, a fictional person, dies. That okay. I'm like, you you know, fictional means fake, right? Yes, yes, I'm aware of fictional. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, all right. Since uh, since you might have a slightly warmer heart than a uh, dangerous chill chest, um, what you what you got, monster? Atreyu from Neverending Story. Okay. All right. All right. When. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Atreyu is actually the name of... No, that, that's the horse, right? Yeah, and a band, but yeah. Yeah, see, okay, I just want to make sure, because... The... Falcor is the flying Falcor, thing. right, yeah, right, right. Falcor okay. is the Atreyu. flying dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Atreyu dies, um, Anakin Skywalker in Return of the Jedi, did nobody feel anything? No. I, well, I felt happiness that because the movie was almost over. Okay, first of all, Return of the Jedi is fantastic. And just because he looked a little bit like Billy Joel with one of those like harmonica holders in his mask, um, doesn't matter. That was a Luke and Anakin had whatever. You know what? I'm not going to go there. Uh, both of those are crushing. So the one that hit me in the feels is Dom from Gears of War. Yeah, I think it's in the third one where he dies. Right. You know, I really fell in love with the first, you know, the first one and the second one and the third one. It was like when he died, I felt so betrayed by the writers. Like I like hit me super hard in the feels. 
Now, I will say when it comes to video games, um, in Resident Evil 7 and 8, Ethan Winters, um, spoiler alert, at the end of Resident Evil 8, he dies. Um, that was pretty rough because he, in 7 and 8, it's all about him trying to protect his family and stuff. So as far as video games go, Ethan Winters was was a... Well, he's fictional, so he fits the category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten angry when my character dies in a video game. As we all do. Yeah, okay, go on. Okay, so uh, 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 somehow un- unknown, like they spelled it wrong, that's, uh, that's your name on Reddit. Unconed. <laughs> Unconed. Unconed. They said, men of Reddit, how do you deal with a man who is being very aggressive and obviously looking for a fight? So, Kate... Katie says, Lenny from Mice and Men, if books count. They do count. Yeah, that's a good book. answer. Books Absolutely. do count. Absolutely. Okay, so men have read it. How do you deal with a man who's being very aggressive and obviously looking for a fight? This was, must have been a uh, younger a younger gentleman uh, asking this question. So, Danger, in your fighting experience, how would you handle that? Well, I usually start by um, getting into a defensive pose of a ball on the floor. <laughs> it's called the fetal position, for those of you wondering. You can look it up on YouTube. No, actually, uh, my mouth has gotten me in more trouble and has almost gotten me in fights on multiple occasions because I lean heavily into uh, making jokes and really the wrong time altogether. Yeah, and that's just throughout life. But um, when somebody is angry with me and wanting and getting hostile and wanting to fight, it's usually when I start mouthing off more. It, yeah. <laughs> doesn't work out but i've caught a couple caught a couple fists to the face all right monster how would you deal with a overly aggressive man who's obviously looking to fight you um and the only instance where this actually occurred in my real life i ended up getting my nose broken at the well i would say hands but at the feet of a pair of timberland boots so um yes um so run as fast as I possibly can and hope for the best. I am not a fighter. I am a musician and I like music and movies. I am not one for fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. (laughs) Okay. So a lot of people don't understand that when you get into a fight, the very few things you have to like, you, you need to understand off the bat. If someone's looking for a fight and you have the option to walk away, walk away, run away, skip away. Crawl away, right? Unless you're cornered, walk away. Leave the fight because, number one, nobody wins a fight. Number two, everybody gets hurt in a fight. No one walks away unscathed. And number three, there's legal ramifications that, like, like you really can really, really, really get in trouble getting into a fist fight with somebody nowadays. So, yeah, walk away. Just do it. Also, a really good defense to kind of diffuse it from the beginning is to just take your pants off because nobody wants to fight a pantsless person. That is true. And, that is and, true. And, and and in my story, just for the record, I uh, this was high school. So if I took my pants off, several teachers would have had to been on a list. Um, and also, I tried really hard to walk away, and uh, he wouldn't let me. So yeah, it, so, it sometimes matter. that happens. It All right, so this is this is gonna be a real quick one. This will be a real quick one. This will be the last one before I start opening my presents, and then we have uh, just a year in review to do real quick. Well, hold on, hold on, Sarge. What is your your fighting 
I just told you. Okay, I didn't. You said walk the hell away. No, no, no. Let me let me answer for Sarge. Punch him in the mouth and win. Nope. If I, you know, you know, I always carry a knife in my pocket. Always. So if I get into a fight, it's not a fight to win. It's a fight to survive. Yeah. Honestly, Sarge gets gets stabby. All right. So last one before we move on. Okay. Moody Blues ask, what are your reasons for not giving up? And I'll go first. I'll go first on this one. Because like this one kind of like got me to think for a minute. And then I was like, hey, you know what? What's my motivation for not quitting and always moving forward? Right. Is I want to outlive my enemies. I want to be better than the people that hate me. The people that don't like me for whatever reason. I, I just I just want to keep going because obviously my hate sustains them and I'm okay with that. Sorry, my hat looks weird and it looks worse <laughs> now, but you know. <laughs> All right, monster. What's your what's your uh reason for not giving up? My wife and my kids. There you go. I uh Sarah, he's earning brownie points if you're watching or listening. <laughs> no, I I love playing music. I have hobbies. Um, there's a lot of things I like to do. But at the end of the day, the most important thing for me is to provide for my family. And whatever I have to do to make that happen, I, I do. And sometimes that means working a little harder than I may want to. It may mean going and doing things I don't always want to do, but if it put foods on, if it puts food on our table and I think it will provide a better future for my kids and, and my family, I'm going to do it. All right. All right. Well, Santa Sarge's time to open. That's, that's cool. You, I, you don't get to answer. Okay. Don't worry about it. Danger. I thought you answered. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Here, look. (laughs) Look, look, here you go. My my answer is a lot like Monsters, his wife and kids. No. Um, (laughs) We live paycheck to paycheck, and that is Danger's paycheck. (laughs) Yes. No. um, So uh, it's, you know, evolved and changed over over life. But uh, these days it is. It's it's my lovely fiance Lauren and the uh, herd of children that we have the four of them and uh, the the thought that tomorrow is probably going to be better or maybe even five minutes from now or it could be worse it could but the day after that could be better but yeah. but then the day after that could be worse right but the bar always has a sign that says free beer tomorrow. Nailed it. Nailed All right, fair enough. All right, open your open your stuff. I'm gonna go with the 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 wonderful wonderful bag that hasn't been written on. Nope. Fresh tag. Nope. I'm, I'm gonna need that back. Thank you. I was gonna <laughs> say it's like it's perfect for for regifting and using. Yes. The, um, yes. Yeah. And so there is uh, no price tag on this, but it's from Voila, the brand. Guess what, monster? Your bag's probably going to be used for a gift that I'm giving for Christmas. <laughs> that also needs to be returned. Yeah, Thank I'm you. not. Meeting, I'm, I'm not meeting you or bringing this to you. Right, At I the church that says "Army," because even Marines need heroes. That is right, and I'm going to wear <laughs> this 
to the gym where I work out with a bunch of Marine buddies, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. This may be I, the shirt that gets me punched in the mouth. You want to show us the shirt? You just showed us I the did. back of it. You, you showed, showed us the back, back of it. I showed yeah. you the front. I flipped it around. And nope. your your camera's moving all over the place. Hey, there it is. There you go. Yeah. Over here. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I know how you feel about Marines, so I thought you'd like that. So my camera, I found out my camera has uh, auto follow. So it auto frames me, tried to auto frame me in the center at all times. Yeah, so. we know. Please get mine. Me. Mine does a good job of staying in one place. This feels like tissue oh, paper. Wow. Well, that feels like that should feel like wrapping paper. I Kinda love feels like that real paper. Tissue. I, I mean, I like it. It's like, hey, this is nice. I mean, I like it. This is awesome. I like it so much. I'm going to save it. Okay. Hey, Panda Skill. Panda killed. Hey, panda what's up, killed. Panda? If I can get welcome, word welcome right. Welcome to the holiday it, special. It is, what is your... it is Panda's kill. It is Panda's <laughs> kill. Okay, so, Panda, what is your go-to Christmas movie? Lol. So, anyone I, who don't know, that's that, that's someone I, I was in the Army with. He plays Call of Duty. That's his... Yeah. That's his... Uh, this handle right there. Drop him a follow if you want. It's also on uh with Santa oh, Claus. Santa that's Claus. one of mine. That's one there of mine. It looks Last like I got bit. leftover wrapping paper. You like kind of made it work. I'm not complaining. Not, this state not, not like, like what's what's around it was from was to cover up where I was wrapping it pretty much in the dark and I was not doing a very good job. I'm pretty good at wrapping, but Oh, I got an Amazon box. You did. You did. Nothing bad comes in an Amazon box. Yo, there's bad things. Oh, there's a lot of bad things that come in Amazon boxes. Oh, this feels heavy. <gasps> no, what do I got? Oh, I got Master Chief with Cortana. Whoa. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Okay. Look at that. Ooh. That's something awesome. for you guys. Both of you guys have something to put on your, your shelves. Absolutely. Boosh. All right. Thanks. I love it. Merry ah. Christmas, fellas. All right. All right. You're going to lurk. Thanks for lurking. I appreciate that. All right. So we have a tradition here at Danger and Sarge. It is when I say tradition. It just started like a year ago. Do you yep. guys remember what that tradition is? I nope. don't, but... Um, it, it takes at least twice to get a tradition. So let's let's make it one. Go ahead. All right. Stand by. Twas the night before Christmas and up in the tower. Everyone was partying except one wallflower. John McClain missed his wife. Things just weren't the same since Holly moved west and changed her last name. He tried to win her back, but still she said no, while unbeknownst to them, there was trouble below. The truck had pulled up and who should disembark but 14 men whose intentions were dark. They spoke not a word and unloaded big crates. They cut phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor, shooting every guard dead, while visions of bearer bonds danced in his head. John McClane took off his shoes, making fists with his toes. It actually works. Well, what do you know? When out in the lobby and arose such a clatter, he sprung to the door to see what was the matter. When what to his wondering eyes should appear, holy crap, 
There are terrorists here. John hid under a table where no one could see, and he watched Hans question Mr. Takagi. I will count to three. There will not be a four. Give me the codes to open the vault door. I don't know the code, so go ahead and shoot. Okay, said Hans Gruber, and he ruined Takagi's suit. John tried to call the cops by pulling an alarm, but instead he called the bad guys who caused him harm. But John killed Tony, who had small feet, and sent him to the terrorists as a yuletide treat. He put on he put on he put a Santa's hat on the German and with eyes all aglow wrote now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. Carl was furious. Tony was his brother. He chased John across the roof and they shot at each other. John was able to escape through a ventilation shaft, come out to the west coast, he sighed. We'll have a few laughs. At Nakatomi Tower, Sergeant Powell appeared. He checked a whole lobby and saw nothing weird. He was pulling away, and he didn't get far before Marco the terrorist landed on the hood of his car. Pal drove away backwards, screaming in fright. Welcome to the party, pal, John yelled with delight. More police arrived, the FBI and a SWAT team, but Hans didn't mind. It was part of his scheme. More rapid than eagles, his henchmen they came, and he radioed and shouted and called them by name. Now Eddie, now James, now Franco, now Yuli, on Fritz and on Carl, hair long and unruly. They shot down the SWAT tank with surface-to-air missiles and knocked <laughs> and knocked it away like a down of a thistle. Now John McClain was angry indeed, and he blew up the terrorists and called them jerkweeds. Ellis told Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. Hans shot him dead and giving the hostages a fright. Hans went to go check on the explosives fuse, and he saw that poor John wasn't wearing any shoes. John fled from Carl and Hans, but alas, he had run barefoot over sharp broken glass. His feet now they hurt, his soles oh so bloody. John crawled to the bathroom and called his good buddy. John was weary and ready to throw in the towel till he got a pep talk from Sergeant Al Powell. Powell was a, ch- uh, was a chubby and plump, a right jolly old cop, and he trusted the cowboy in a tattered tank top. A reporter was probing into McCain's li- McLean's life and revealed that Holly was actually John's wife. Hans flipped over a gold picture frame. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. McLean. Uh, his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. He staggered to the roof, bloodied and barefoot. The explosives were wired to the rooftop with care in hopes that the hostages soon would be there. John warned everyone the roof would soon blow and the chopper strafed them with high-powered ammo. Around his waist, he tied the fire hose tight and screaming an oath, he jumped into the night. He dangled in the air and gritted his teeth while flames encircled the tower like a wreath. Fiercely fighting his way back inside, John yelled out, Hans, he was done trying to hide. He limped to the vault like an old man on crutches, only to find Holly in his filthy clutches. John dropped his gun, put his hands on his head, and it seemed like Holly would soon be dead. But with a secret gun taped to his back, he shot Hans in a surprise attack. Hans fell out the window, still holding Holly's arm, and slowly, deliberately raised his firearm. The tenacious villain held on by his nails till John unhooked Happy Holly's watch and said, Happy Trails. Bear bonds fluttered like fresh fallen snow he, as he embraced Holly, her as Holly embraced her blood spattered bow. So Merry Christmas to all, be kind to one another, but most of all, Yippee Kaye, Mother Thunder. There you go. And that is a legitimate book. Yep, it is. My four-year-old loves this book. 
so you all know. Um, yeah. So if anyone's watching or soon to be listening, I want to thank all of our listeners out there. We have uh, over over 2,000 plus podcast downloads. Um, we have, uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know. I want to say it's it? like 18 or 19 different countries that listen to the podcast. Yeah. For translated some reason, Ukraine. Languages. I feel like Ukraine has bigger problems. Yes, but apparently they're not they're, they're, they can take a time out to listen to our podcast. Uh, and I actually, will say that if you don't watch this and you only listen to it, you will miss my incredible interpretation of the Die Hard Christmas story. So yes. you might want to find the feed. Uh, it yeah. will be a, it will be on Facebook. If you go to facebook.com, type in, you know, facebook.com slash dangerous sarge. You'll find us there. Um, it'll be on my Twitch page. Look for uh, G505 Sarge. And it'll be on uh, it'll be it, on our podcast YouTube? site. It'll be all, it'll eventually get put up on YouTube. That's right. Search Dangerous Sarge on YouTube. You'll find us there as well. Um, shameless plugs, everyone. Please stop in. Yep. And thanks to viewers like you. I just got notification today about 30 minutes before the podcast started that we have qualified for our, our podcast hosting sites. Um, automated, um, pre-roll, mid-roll advertisements. We don't have to do anything. So I'll get with you guys about that when we're done here. Yeah. Okay. It's good news. It's good news. We're hitting the algorithms there. I love it. All right. I have something I would like to read. Okay. Oh boy. Is it your last will and testament? No, no. What it is, is, um, I, I'm I'm sticking with the Hallmark theme of things, Hallmark movie themes. Ever, yeah. So, uh, an AI, uh, a computer was forced to watch. Um, uh, I think it was a hundred hours of Hallmark movies and wrote a script. And I want to share that script with you guys. It's very short. It's very short. The movie is called The Christmas on Christmas. <laughs> and I'm going to read this exactly the way that it is. All right. And and this is a script. So, uh, all right. Internal, small town snow globe refillery. We see we see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. Single mother. I refill globes better than Jesus claws. Yet still, yet still, my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases. He is Hallmark hot. His hands are briefcases. He is Hallmark hot. Yes. He's got the Hallmark. Hallmark hot means a nice chin. (laughs) Single mother. Hi. Do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry. Christmas. (laughs) Christmas attack soon. Businessman. Hold on. Okay, okay. Uh, Businessman has flashback to when he was business boy. A Christmas tree <laughs> a Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. He <laughs> He exits flashback. Businessman, shut your sound. I am from huge city. I bought your land and am turning it into an oil resort. Single mother, 
Rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. <laughs> I am widow. I am widow. My husband is now bones. Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. They are all gift wrapped in eggnog. <laughs> a business or businessman. All my wives are bones. That is America. But I must have, I must make money for my twins to live. They are prince. Single mother. I too own twins. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. Businessman, laugh. I bought Christmas and now is it is never unless we go on dates. Single mother. I cannot date because of a snow course. I pray Santa helps me. Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is bones. Bones help nobody. <laughs> so it went from it went from a snow globe refillery. Yes. To sounding like almost prostitution to extortion. Don't to forget human trafficking. To human trafficking to blackmail. I won't buy your land unless we go on, you know. If we go on dates, I won't buy your land. I mean, that's like fifteen shades of Hallmark, right there. And then you accidentally find out you're married to Santa, but Santa is bones. Oh yeah, and grave robbery. But Santa is bones, of course. Yeah, yeah, she looks at bones in corner. No, bones in ground. Bones not. I, in I want a shirt that says, that says Santa is bones. <laughs> I, I, I want. I'll, I'll I see what I can do for you. Christmas trees that killed a family. No, but he now hates trees, Christmas, and explosions. I wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess so. If a tree exploded and killed my family, yeah. You know, I I, I would be vengeful and be a lumberjack and start cutting down all the trees. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all so, right. I think that about wraps it up for the 2022 Christmas uh, holiday special. I want you want to say Christmas. Dude, excuse me. It is a Christmas special. Don't it be is a like Christmas that. special. So, from all of us here at Danger and Sarge, no matter what religion you are, no matter no matter how you celebrate the holidays, just have a good one. And remember, just try to be a good human. Danger. Just try to be a good human. Yeah, Danger. Just try well, to be a good human. I'm going to try to be human. No, I said a good human. I didn't say oh, okay. human. I, said a good I missed human. that part. I missed that part. Okay. <laughs> I do have a, a Christmas joke that I have been saving for this, and I have not told either one of you on purpose. So I have been vocal, as I said in the beginning of this, about you don't put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. So the weekend of Thanksgiving, it's a long weekend. We actually went to a Christmas tree lot to buy a tree. And the nice gentleman was helping me put this tree on top of my car. And when he was helping me, he said, are you going to put this up yourself? And I said, that's disgusting. It's going in my living room. <laughs> uh, Merry okay. Christmas, everybody. All right, Monster, would you like a, would you like to tell a Christmas theme joke? Nope, sure wouldn't. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> I got another one if you want it. Yes, oh, please. I got one that'll send me straight to hell. Oh, boy. I I mean, sure, go for it. Do it. Do it. Come on. What does a hairdresser 
and a priest have in common? What? Levi, plug your ears. Plug your ears immediately. They're both good at grooming. And on a somber note, happy holidays. No. <laughs> well, no, Levi's got a joke. Levi, all right, what? you can you, you can up, unplug your ear, Levi. Um, yes, please, Levi, clean our palate. How, How can you... you tell the difference between a snowman and a snow woman? Let's hear it, Levi. Get that punchline, buddy. Let's get it in here. I'm ready. Well, while we're waiting on that punchline, do you guys know why the uh, snowman went to the care patch? Snowballs, nicely Snowballs. done. Snowballs. Yep. Yep. To pick All his right. nose. Very good. Very good. I caught that. I uh Levi. I'm proud. I'm proud, <laughs> I'm proud of you, uh, boy. That's a good one. That's that's to, piggy, to piggyback off of that one, what's another way you can tell the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman? How? The placement of the carrot. Mm. I guess most of my snowmen were women. So snow women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why don't why don't birds wear underwear? Why? Because they're peckers on their head. Oh my god. That's okay. not okay. So if you take a turkey, put it inside of a chicken, put it inside of a duck, you get a turducken, right? Mm-hmm. Or turkey, duck, chicken. Mm-hmm. What do you get if you put a turkey inside of a chicken? That's it. Chicken inside of a turkey. Sorry, I'm mixing it up. Yeah. What do you get if you put a chicken inside of a turkey? Cock gobbler. Oh. <laughs> All right. Santa came home from being out delivering presents. <clears throat> he was rather irritated because the reindeer were not cooperating. Nobody left milk and cookies. Just everything was going wrong. Everything was going wrong. And so he finally comes back to the North Pole and sees Mrs. Claus. And he goes to Mrs. Claus and he says, you know, I, I, it's been a long night. I just, you know, I just want a stiff drink. And she goes, I'm really sorry. But, you know, while you were gone, I had a couple of bad things happen and I just needed a drink myself. And then I got a little carried away and all the alcohol is gone. I'm really sorry. And he was like, Damn it. Okay. Fine. I just want to relax by a fire. Ooh, that's uh, you have to go chop down some wood because uh, I I wanted a fire too while you were gone, and um, you've been gone a while, but I burned up all the firewood. And he, damn it. Okay. Fine. And so he goes outside to to chop down some trees, chop down some wood. He opens the door, and right there. Is an angel with a tree, and she says, "Merry Christmas! I'm here with the tree." And that is how we began the tradition of a tree of an angel on top of the tree. Nice, nice. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the jokes I got. Actually, I got some more, but you know, whatever. I I have some. I, I was some. I was Not waiting Christmas for the I was waiting for the offensive and rude punchline, but that was kind of like a sweet kind of little thing there. That he shoved a tree up to Angel's ass. Well, I mean, if I you... mean, if that's sweet to you, 
I don't want to know your search history. Well, I'm just saying, like, the angel in... Okay, well, you know, I didn't necessarily mean the <laughs> anal ramming part of it, okay? I, just, I love how you moved when you did uh, it. Whatever, whatever. Because nothing says, uh, you know, sweet tenderness like anal ramming. Okay. Merry Christmas, everyone. All right, Katie says, why does Santa... What does Santa and a pimp have in common? Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. All right, Katie. I don't like Awkward pause and... I'm I'm, I'm screenshotting this to send to her sister. They They both both say say, ho, ho, ho. Okay, that's pretty good. Nice. I'm probably going to use that one tomorrow, Katie. Thank you. So... Jesus, Jesus went to the the same, the same hotel that you know he couldn't hit that Mary oh, couldn't get boy. into when he was birthed in the manger, right? And he walks in, he talks in, and he keeps like, "Hey, I'd like a room." And the innkeeper's like, "Well, how much money you got on?" He goes, "I got nothing but these three nails." And the uh, and, and the guy looks at Jesus and says, "Man, we don't want your kind hanging around here." Okay, I have got to go. That is, <laughs> I'm good on that one. So now that I've officially condemned my soul to the eternal abyss, uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this holiday special. Like I said, look us up on your favorite podcasting site. We're on there, Danger and Sarge. Monster's got his own little jam. Danger is on TikTok. You can find him doing Danger Talks. Uh, Yeah, go to Facebook.com. You'll see all of our socials and stuff there as well. All right. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Bye, everybody. Uh, Merry Krima. Happy holiday. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Whatever it is you celebrate, just do it safely. And if you're going to drink while you're doing it, just at least buckle up. No, don't drive. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Don't drive. Yeah, Yeah. just don't drive. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye. It's over. Done. Done.